Welcome to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams and VoiceOver Insider Editor Gary McFadden. And I'm joined today by VoiceOver Insider Editor Gary McFadden. Gary's recording us using IPDTL, the live remote audio system for broadcasters and voiceover talent. We're using IPDTL because it gives us very clean audio for our podcasts. Um, we're going to have more about IPDTL a little bit later in this podcast, but right now we want to talk about our special guest today, Pat Fraley. That's right. We've visited with Pat on probably a dozen webinars and podcasts over the past four years, and he's back with some great new content on how to do voicing for video games and how a video game voice demo should be structured. You know, I've, I've never done much with character voices. I, frankly, I've never wanted to. Character voices, video games, not in my voiceover career. It's just something that I, I guess I felt like, you know, this is way too much work. But listening to this session with Pat just makes me want to, you know, give it a try. It sounds like so much fun. Hello to all you VoiceOver Insider podcast listeners. This is Pat Fraley, and I would have done Skype, but I look like Boris Karloff. As I thought through what to share with you that may be meaningful, I thought of what I'm working on now, and that's video game work. I'm preparing a new home course study on video game performance and auditioning skills. This lesson's about 10 minutes, so here we go. Is that the best you got? When I want an opinion, I'll give it to you. Now get back to your station. My name is Elisaveta Vlasova. Come inside my studio, dear. There's a control panel here inside the tower. That should deactivate my prison. Your majesty is most kind to receive me. I am Ming, queen of Numara. He'll skin me alive and hang my flayed corpse in front of the city gates for all to see. So, yes, it did go south. Hi, this is Pat Fraley, and that was Michelle Sparks' video game demo. She gets hired directly off it. Why? It's undeniable, and I love that she comes in answering a question that comes up for females. Can they do exertion sounds? Well, she certainly can take a punch, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Now, before we move into video game demos, listen to this brief audio sketch titled, Less is More. All right, Ian, let's make some audio magic. Right. Let me hear that narration bit. By the end of the attack, there was nothing left but the smell of burnt metal. Well, that's bloody great, isn't it? Screams of those Slap a little grim music underneath fast. it and we're laughing. By the end of the attack, there was nothing left but the smell of burnt metal carrion and the screams of those not lucky enough to die fast lunchtime uh, hold him out perhaps a little tank rolling along let's try for jollies got it now a jet fighter flies overhead oh yeah needs an explosion in the distance i'm all over it now the sound of an ak-47 two of them Oh, we need the scream of someone dying. Beauty! Now play the whole snippet. By the end of the attack, there was nothing left but the smell of burnt metal, carrion, and the screams of those not lucky enough to die fast. 
Whoa. It's like a little movie, isn't it? Mm, right. Let me hear it once again, just with the music. By the end of the attack, there was nothing left but the smell of burnt metal, carrion, and the screams of those not lucky enough to die fast. Don't tell me. Less is more. Right. Video game demos. We're just leaving an era where animation, character voice demos, and interactive gaming demos were combined. Combining them, while it first seemed like a logical idea, is a very bad one. Why? Animation is 80% comedy-driven. Video games are 80% drama-driven, and most are like realistic movie acting. The aesthetic that gaming producers and creators look for comes from motion pictures. I suggest you do some research. They want real, but pushed a bit within a scene and sound like they were shot in an extreme close-up. When I go in to perform on gaming projects, I get as quiet as I can. Sure, I'm going to have to scream like a banshee when my character dies, but that's different. Really, the style is melodrama, but don't bring up that word. It's real to them. Your gaming demo can be about one minute. What should determine the length is your ability to present a few characters which are realistic and sound different than each other. Personally, I can deliver about five or six, and that's it. Video game character archetypes. You also need to present how you fulfill the types of characters they need voiced for video game projects. For men, heroes, tough guys, low-lifers, gruff guys, mob bosses, tough cops, generals, etc. Storytellers, sages, narrators, wise kings, princes, villains, fathers, robots, young soldiers, and even pedestrians. For women, heroines, scientists, soldiers, and warriors. Villains, they need femme fatales, vampires, devious dames. If you are a female and have a low or mature voice, there are characters to cover such as sages, witches, hags, and earth mothers. If you have the ability to play youth, there is a gaggle of kids, teenagers, and females in their 20s. You'll also need a working understanding of some of the major genres for games, such as action-adventure, casual, first-person shooter, racing, role-playing, sports, and survival. I've canvassed the very top casting people in the gaming industry. They tell me they want to hear the talent's best foot forward in the first 10 seconds on a demo. Realistically speaking, that means two characters up front in about 20 seconds. Kiff and Michelle Sparks accomplished this in their demos. If you don't garner their attention by then, you just don't make the cut. Here's Kiff's complete demo. Kiff Vandenheuvel. By the end of the attack, there was nothing left but the smell of burnt metal carrion, and the screams of those not lucky enough to die fast. Alright, listen up. Alpha, take the stairs, hit the flank. Bravo, give us covering fire. Jackson, follow me! Jackson, move it! A beautiful princess who's handy in a fight. I'm beginning to warm up to the idea. Where am I going? <clears throat> going to Carpathia to avenge our father. You should come. So you want to prove yourself to me, huh? Fine. 
I got a shipment coming in from overseas. Take the shipment from the South Docks. Another one of Jim Lau's monks? Kane, destroy him. <sighs> Listen, Yank. Just because we're both mercs doesn't mean they'll be watching your back. Scripts and copy. Here's good news. Finding scripts for snippets is easy. Games are written, programmed, and produced by young people who hear a line from a femme fatale like, New in town, sailor, for the first time, and they don't wince like I do and recall dozens of movies where I've heard that line. It's new to them and their target group. You can find lines by viewing cutscenes from games or by lifting them out of audition scripts. A cutscene is a portion of the game which advances the story. They're like small movies within the game. Recording your tracks. This is relatively simple. Yes, a director is valuable as with other genres. Record your line scenes in a series of three and about three times. Challenge yourself to do one series as quietly as possible. You may be surprised at how much this series sounds like it came from a movie. Here's some tips on performing video game lines of dialogue. First, look for the key conflict or implied conflict in your line or scene. It will help you get to the story. Two, think about the scene geography of a line of dialogue. Where are you? Three, think of how a scene can be intensified with quiet secret exchange and how a character is revealed by having in mind if they like or dislike the person they're talking to and how the character wants the person they're talking to to think or feel after they're finished. That's just good acting. Four, most lines are from within a scene. Have in mind what just happened, what was said to your character previous to your line, and what may happen as a result of your line. Five, also consider performing a character who is talking directly to a gamer. Being able to establish and maintain a relationship with a gamer is of great value. Music. Your music choices for your video game demo should be the very same kinds you hear in the movies for sweeping epics full orchestra and pieces with sustained chords, like this. Don't select music that is melody or rhythm driven. You can get what you need by purchasing a CD of the soundtrack of a movie or pulling the sound off a trailer via the internet with QuickTime or audio software. Here's a way of fixing or bolstering a performance with music. Here's a performance by Kiff for his interactive demo. Good performance, but it lacked a shade of twisted weirdness for the villain. Another one of Jim Lau's monks? Kane, destroy him. So, I got a piece of music that's a little twisted. Here it is. Here's the mix. Another one of Jim Lau's monks? Kane, destroy him. Again, hearkening back to my little lesson, less is more. Don't thicken your work with music, sound effects, or processing. Trust your ear. If it sounds like too much, it is too much. That's it for now. I'm grateful to Julie and Gary and all of you for the opportunity to share this stuff. As a teacher without you who are game to learn, 
I'd probably be in the park trying to teach passerbys how to do a 300-pound duck voice. No, no, you've got to get the accent right. No, hey, come on back here. Thanks for listening. Okay, that's some great information. And from a guy who holds the record for creating the greatest number of character voices over his long career, more than 4,000 in movies and cartoons and, and uh, oh, what is the, um, I think he was in Smurfs and Power Rangers. He's also recognized as having launched more voiceover careers than anybody else. You can learn more about Pat's new home study course, by the way, called Game World, Video Game Performance and Audition Skills at his website, patfraley.com. That's P-A-T-F-R-A-L-E-Y.com. That, that uh, correspondence class starts on September 11th, but you're going to want to register right away. So, again, go to www.patfraley.com. Gary will be back in just a moment with the Mac Minute. But first, here's a little bit more about our sponsor, IPDTL. We're talking to Gustavo Simon Lopez of ANG Audio, who is so sold on IPDTL that he won't hire a voiceover talent who won't connect via IPDTL. Simon, what is so special about IPDTL that it's your first and only choice? IPDTL is cost-effective, easy to use, transmits in real time, and it's worldwide. We've used it to connect with talent as far as Turkey, France, Italy, and as close as Texas and California, all without any issues. ANGAudio.com stands behind IPDTL. Visit IPDTL.com and use discount code Julie Williams. And now, the McFadden Minute. I just read a piece in a well-established voiceover blog titled, Why the Sharing Economy Does Not Work in Voiceovers. It was listed as an opinion piece, and the author was not named. In my opinion, the author was way off base. His or her argument was, in part, that those who offer voiceover guidance through blogs or articles, and by extension podcasts, in an effort to pay it forward, are really just building their brand as industry leaders. The author states, I have seen the wealthiest people in voiceovers are more likely to encourage sharing for free but end up scavenging the information for their own business growth while having no intention of returning it to the community. Really? I can name a half dozen sites that have increased my voiceover knowledge measurably and to which I return frequently. Some examples, Pat Fraley's site has a free section with great info on audiobooks, character development, and dialects. And speaking of dialects, on YouTube, Gareth Jamison offers a whole series on how to voice different dialects and accents. Also on YouTube, Bill DeWeese has probably more than a hundred specific topic videos containing buckets of helpful information for newbies and professional voice talent alike. Then there's Derek Chappelle, Dave Curvassier, and dare I mention our sister publication, The Free Voiceover Insider. And the list goes on. True. There are plenty of examples of webinars, courses, and coaching sessions that require payment, and we at VoiceOver Insider offer some of those. But to cite a recent example, how else can you sit down with five audiobook publishing professionals for 90 minutes, get their input on everything from demo production to character voicing, and get their personal emails for submitting audiobook demos, all for a $50 donation to the Bob Dayan ALS Nurse Fund? Voice over newbies, take heart. 
The sharing economy is alive and well in the voiceover industry. You only need to look and listen. My minute's well passed up, but I just needed to rant. See you next time. You've been listening to the VoiceOver Insider Podcast with Julie Williams. Be sure to join us next week for more VoiceOver Insider information and another edition of the McFadden Minute.